You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi there, and welcome to episode 38 of the 515 Podcast. Uh, Jason here with John. John, how you doing this afternoon? Splendid. Awesome. You're a little late. You blame it on traffic. I don't know if that's accurate, but I'll take your word It's been a busy afternoon. I understand. It's been a busy... You went to the dentist today. I went to the dentist. It was horrible. It's one of my (laughs) worst nightmares. So, um, yeah, I actually canceled this and said, oh, there's no way. But it was like a less than worse uh, possible dentist experience. So when it's over, I'm like, cool, we can do this after all. So That's good. We're both responsible for this. I was coming from the doctor for my little baby boy. That's good. He's still growing and healthy. Still growing. We haven't broken. <laughs> That's amazing. I was telling someone the other day, I wish we could go to the doctor every other day just to make sure we didn't do something wrong. <laughs> You're one of still parents? good? <laughs> so. They could they stick like a meter on his arm or something? Yeah. Just like, oh. Set off an alarm. So yeah. Goes wrong. Hold on. Yeah. You didn't change him fast enough. Yeah. Uh, so how are we doing this afternoon? I mean, because it has been a crazy yeah. number of days here in the church. If King United Methodist Church. Yeah, it's been a crazy few days. So. In fact, you didn't preach, so I'm not really sure what we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's yeah. a little stressful. Uh, don't worry, it's, it's all right. Okay, good. There's just a few things. Short episode today, friends. Um, just wanted to touch base. I know most of us will probably have known um, what happened with Senior Pastor uh, Scott Dornbush. On Friday, he had a massive heart attack mm-hmm. uh, while in the CVS... Uh, because he wasn't feeling well, and so wow. uh, it turned out he had a hundred percent blockage in a in an artery, um, major major thing. Mm-hmm. And without going into too much detail, some pretty miraculous things happened to give himself to give him a chance. Yeah, uh, from people uh, executing CPR and and uh, ambulance ride and all these things, uh, plus a successful surgery to put in two stents and a balloon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he's been on, um, major life support and, uh, in an induced coma for, or was for a couple days mm-hmm. so that they could let his body recover. And the update that we have shared today is that, um, the doctors and nurses have removed the heart pump, uh, completely along with the blood pressure drips and Scott's blood pressure is holding strong. Wow. And so that's a good thing. Um, that's in addition to the update that we heard yesterday of the the EEG mm-hmm. that kind of measures brain function. Um, well, it measures brain firing, and right. so, so activity. Yeah, so we the saw brain. there's activity in all lobes of the brain, yeah. and so you could see that firing off, or or obviously Penny could with mm-hmm. the neurologist. Um, and so, anyways, that's where we're at. So, blood pressure's holding stable. The next steps will involve taking Scott out of sedation more and more and hopefully off the ventilator, um, possibly even happening as we speak oh, or, okay. or maybe tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, so anyways, that's probably all we can update right now. I encourage everyone to be on the lookout for, uh, if you're not receiving emails, maybe call the office mm-hmm. and, and let us update your email address, but also keep up with social media. You're seeing that go out. At about five o'clock every day, we're going to update continuously every once a day, unless any emergencies come up, we'll update then. But um, in the meantime, every day in the five o'clock hour, we'll send up an update of what's going on. There's not a lot happening like throughout the day. There's something happening every day. And so we're going to go into that mode. I will say before I forget that the family is, is 
being taken care of mm-hmm. and the right people are there supporting them and so um we're we're arranging uh we're seeing about arranging them food if they they need it or want it okay yeah uh, but we're in communication with them all the time and so um the church is facilitating that and and the Dornbushes are taken care of and and very very appreciative of all the prayer mm. uh, that's gone out there and that's been lifted up from from our people and so I just want to um, acknowledge that for all of you that have been praying for the Dornbushes for Penny and for Nathan and Nicholas uh, the their boys mm-hmm. and and for the rest of the family and for the staff uh, and the pastors of the church because this has been a a blow for us to to sure. walk through yeah. yeah. So I just appreciate all the prayers. Sunday was a beautiful day. While it was a hard mm-hmm, day, it was mm-hmm. a beautiful day. And I thought I would just share um, what I loved about that. Uh, we we felt like it was not appropriate for us to do what we normally do on Sunday, That's that the Spirit was leading us in a different direction. And so Sunday, uh, we worshiped together all in the sanctuary. So Source 15, Vine, all gathered together. Um, but that service was really geared towards congregational prayer mm-hmm. it was an opportunity for us to again remind ourselves that we worship a god who hears us who is already working in our context and and that when we gather together though i i believe that god is in all things and and his omnipresence is all over the place obviously uh there is something unique about the body of christ gathering together and joining their voices together and so that happened uh, we sang some praise hymns, and we got to hear from Reverend Jim Welch. Mm-hmm. He shared an incredible message of hope, and so uh, check that out on the on the Vine and and uh, traditional channels if you'd like to hear that. Uh, but it was just a great day, and then and then the Vine space became a big prayer room where people could come and worship. Uh, we had our friends Johnny and Brianna leading us in in a time of worship throughout the morning, uh, and then you could come and receive communion. And so people were praying like the whole morning. Yeah. And just being together and, and encouraging one another. And, and that's in addition to round-the-clock prayer chapel that happened all weekend. And like uh, just people coming up there throughout the night and like praying in the chapel. And so all of those things were, um, though the circumstances are, are challenging and difficult, and we still don't know what the future mm-hmm. uh, brings for Scott and, and how, how uh, KUMC will will um, respond to what's going on in front of us, but uh, it was full of hope and God's presence, and, and I just want to celebrate that and yeah. and update our, our listeners and things like that. It so. was definitely awe-inspiring yeah. um, seeing the people up there. I was up there a couple times over the weekend, yeah. Yeah. and just there was just tons of people there, and they were yeah. coming, and they were going, and they were, they were going to the prayer chapel for long times yeah. and, and uh, going to the sanctuary. I, I know um, Friday night, very, just after we got yeah. the news, I was in the prayer chapel. Yeah. And it's such a gorgeous place, mm-hmm. uh, space, that just sitting there, I felt an incredible, I mean, it was real, yeah, very real warmth. Something sacred about and it. And very comforting. So just the fact that we have that kind of place and those, and, you know, people in our, on our, in our congregation who are willing to come up there and mm-hmm. be re- receptive of people and pray with them and, and be yeah. with them it was just awesome. So I've seen just some amazing things I, I, as I have for the past six or eight months. Yeah, at KUMC. I know. I mean, it's been crazy. Someone asked me how I was doing yesterday and my response was, I think I'm all right. Uh, 
but I'll never forget this season yeah, alive for sure. I mean, it's just crazy, just um, just wild. And and like, listen, y'all, this is what this is what God does. Mm-hmm. And um, moments, these are defining moments where the kind of things that we've seen, some of our families have seen, some some of the things that our community has gone through can be uh, can break. Uh, people. Oh, yeah. It can be really tough, but God is a God of resurrection and God is a God of taking these these things and, and A, being with us through the middle of it, um, but also helping us to, to see him and then to bring something out of it at the other end of it. And so, um, th- of course, we're still praying for Scott to recover completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're you know, I encourage you specifically, Penny asked for us to pray that that brain function, they're mm-hmm. going to start testing that. So be praying that he has full recovery of, of brain function. And um, But at the same time, like, I'm just going to celebrate what the Lord has done this weekend to remind us of what's important and to bring us close together. And it's, it's not making light of the situation, no. but it's just, man, like, let's let's take advantage of of this this opportunity to remember how important each other are mm-hmm. and how important it is to be there for each other and so i think that was just worth lifting up today and, yeah, agree. and being together the other thing i wanted to say and we won't spend a lot of time because this is a huge conversation is that we're, we're skipping over faith and religion i mean excuse me faith and religion faith and science, science the right. questions i'd like to ask mm-hmm. god there was a category where many people submitted questions that were around faith and science do they Do they stand at ends with each other? Can they work together? Um, If you believe in this, in science, does that mean you're throwing out the Bible and vice versa, things like that? And so there's a couple things I just, I felt urged to say because Mm -hmm. I kind of was working through this and reading and and, uh, though we won't preach this, um, but I'll tell you another opportunity for this to be talked about in a minute. But um, though we won't preach this, there's some things that are really important. One of the statistics I saw was that um, like f- almost 50% of 12 to 17 year olds um, are going to go into a science field in, okay. in their career. 50%. Almost 50%. Okay. In some kind of scientific field. And you can juxtapose that against this statistic like less than 1% of pastors have preached on anything science related mm-hmm. in the last two years. Hmm. So think about that. Now, juxtapose that against the growing numbers of 20 to 30 year olds that are leaving the faith. Mm-hmm. Those that have, the numbers are, are shocking. Um, only one out of 10 of your most active students in student ministry uh, in high school, only one out of 10 of your all stars, the mm-hmm. ones that are at everything yeah. and supporting everything, only one out of those 10 all stars, and I, I don't mean like, Anyways, you know what I mean. The I know, ones yeah. That are super active exactly. and involved. The ones that never, you, when you see them, you're like, yeah. oh, these kids right are here the all the time. Right now, the statistics are only one out of those ten will stay with their wow. faith in college and and going on into young adulthood. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder if there is something related to those statistics. Hmm. And part of the thing, the reason that I think this topic is important is because though the adults and and many adults um, didn't ask these questions, these came out of the student ministry the science-related questions. Um, Though, even if the adults don't have these questions, the church and maybe in our households were not 
uh, giving space for our kiddos to ask some hard questions Mm -hmm. about what's being sought out in science and how does that line up with faith. Um, That's really important. And so there's a lot, there's so much we can get into with this. But um, the important thing is that what what the Bible shows us and what the Bible teaches us does not have to be at, at ends with what we are finding in science. And I believe that all truth that is revealed, all truth that is revealed is is from God. Um, the other thing is is the scientism that's kind of around, not Scientology, but scientism, this okay. kind of new atheism kind of movement. Um, we call it scientism because it's kind of a faith within itself. Mm-hmm. They say they kind of throw stones at Christianity. Um, that what they hold to is a faith within itself yeah. because a lot of science is held on probabilities. A lot of science is held on premises. Like for think about the uh, scientific uh, method. <clears throat> the scientific method, first of all, the steps that go into scientific method are the same steps that uh, academic scholars go through to help prove things from the Bible and in the Bible. So they don't have (laughs) the corner on there. But the scientific method um, has to ask a question or hold a premise that we set out to to prove. And so there is some faith in me saying, if I do this, then this will happen. Mm -hmm. And here's how I'm going to try and prove and get to that end. the same things are happening in science that are taking place in a faith or religion. And if you hold to a belief that whatever is said over there, Mm -hmm. or we can't believe in any of that, or I believe in natural order or things like that, we are still in, in parts working in a way that is a faith. And so, um, it's kind of unfair for one side to, to cast out the other. The other things that man, like I, you know, in seminary, I studied uh, in my Old Testament class, um, the Middle Bronze Age. I won't, I won't try to try not to nerd out too much here, but the late, the late Bronze Age, and so in the late Bronze Age, is kind of the time period when we think the Israelites got into the Promised Land. So we're talking like around Joshua, okay. the the conquest of Joshua, the Book of Joshua, kind of thing, and like without using biblical sources we can find archaeology and we can find scientific reason and facts that point to a people that were not in that region Mm -hmm. ever before coming into that region in large numbers and settling in that region yeah and so faith and science can work together yeah um and they need to work together uh and i and i just think that that's really important there's a lot of things that we can say with this faith is going to answer some questions that science is not trying to answer, mm-hmm. um, but I just think that uh, too often the church has gotten it wrong on science and have kind of given our kids information to download. This yeah. is how it is. Just memorize this. Sure, Here's yeah. the VBS stories. Uh, don't ask any questions don't about question the flood. Yeah. The flood's weird, y'all. <laughs> and so just let's read the, the VBS Bible story of the yeah. flood. And the first time our kid asks us a question, we either, A, don't know how to answer it, which I understand mm-hmm. that, um, but or B, the worst thing we can do is shut down a question and not be able to like wrestle with that a little bit and what yeah. that looks like. There's a lot I could say about creation oh, yeah. and, and young Earth and old Earth and <laughs> the flood and stuff like that. I don't, I don't want to. We don't have time to get into that now. Yeah. But bottom line is know that your kids care about these things, even if you don't, and allow them to ask these questions because when they get to be 19 and leave the house. 
they're actually going to abandon the yeah. faith that wouldn't let them ask questions uh, because this other side is allowing them to wrestle with these things and, mm-hmm. and ask big questions of, of what's what's true and real and what's out there. That's a good way to put that. Yeah? I like that a lot. Well, that was your faith and science talk. Oh, here's what I was going to say. Okay. This coming week we're doing what's my purpose? Like, mm-hmm. why am I here? Why did, why did God create me and us and humanity? That kind of big question. Then the next week, February 11th, uh, in the Vine services at 940 and 11, there will be a live Q&A. We're going to have a software ready where you can simply text in an anonymous question. Mm-hmm. We'll have all the instructions on how to do this there. And so you can send in these questions, and I'm going to try and answer some of them. And we're just going to we're just going to kind of work through that. I'm envisioning like a game show, like Stump the Pastor. Yeah. And we're going to have you in like a really bad like yeah. leisure suit with yeah. a, with a, one of those long microphones. Yeah. So I, like I'm not going to let um, I'm not going to put myself out there to unprotected. Okay. So we're going to have a moderator that's going to help, but also I think that moderator is going to help us speak into the questions a little bit if I if I miss something or. Uh, maybe ask a clarifying question. Okay. Things so like it's not that. like one versus a hundred. That going back to the game show metaphor. Yeah, you're gonna have some backup. There. I'm gonna have. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> have bit. some power of the questions a little bit. That helps. Too. Well, not power over what you ask. Power what you say. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Anyway, I think uh, it's gonna be a very unique experience. As you can tell, I'm like chatty about it, so oh, yeah, I'm a little excited. nervous. I'm a little nervous. nervous and excited. excited. Yeah, Everything. It'll be, it'll be good. But great. it's a great way to finish that series. So I hope you'll come and check that out, and uh, maybe it'll be on the podcast. I hope. I hope it translates well. We'll see. Oh yeah, that's good. A good we'll question. See. So, but we'll anyways, hope to see you on February 11th. I hope to see you every week, but be there February 11th. Definitely. All right, y'all, keep praying for Scott and yes, Penny and Nick updates. and Nathan. Um, keep lifting them up. Praying specifically for for brain function. Uh, the staff and pastors covet your prayers as well. As we, um, oh, let me say one other thing. Friends, I've been here for three years at KUMC. This is incredible staff, mm. an incredible bunch of pastors, uh, which which I think that we said this and talked about it during Harvey uh, and in the aftermath of Harvey, but I just want to lift that up again. And so um, we're going we're gonna to be okay. Yeah, we're, you guys have really had to roll with a lot of punches yeah. lately. And yeah. um, we would never choose something like this, sure. of course. Yeah. Um, don't enjoy this like mm-hmm. in, in kind of a weird way but we we're confident and um, we know that we know what's in front of us and here's why because we have an incredible church of lady mm-hmm. and so you guys are coming out in the woodworks and asking to help and, and where can I serve and where can I get plugged in and so um, don't just don't just say that because we're going to probably put you in play. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I do mean that like KUMC is going to um, still continue to chase after our mission and our vision of joining God and what he's doing in the world. And so I uh, just want to lift that up, but pray for the staff and the pastors and in addition to the family. Awesome. Thank okay? you so much. All right, friends. Love y'all. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.